Yes, yes, we can hear you, Brother Todd. And we can hear you online. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning and praise the Lord. Amen. It's good to be here with you guys. Well, to be with you guys online one more time. First of all, I want to give all honor and glory and praise to God, to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for giving me this opportunity to stand before his people and to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to thank Pastor uh, for allowing me this opportunity again to stand before the congregation and to share with you what God has shared with me. I solicit your prayers on this morning. Again, I thank you for coming out on this cold Sunday morning to hear the word of God. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to be long before you. It's going to be, it may not be seven minutes, but I'm going to try my best to expedite time. Amen. I would like for everyone to, if you will, if you have your Bibles with you or your electronic Bibles, I want you to turn to the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 30. 1 Samuel chapter 30. 1 Samuel chapter 30. If you have it, say amen. And we're going to concentrate on verse 7 and verse 8. 1 Samuel 30, verse 7 and verse 8. And David's Abiathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, saying, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail, recover all. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and speaking of his word. I would like to use as a subject topic, if you will, shall I pursue? Again, it's shall I pursue. This morning, I want to encourage everyone because I'm encouraged by just reading this particular passage. And from time to time, if not all the time, we need to hear a word from the Lord. Uh, an artist by the name of Donald Lawrence made a song years ago, encourage yourself in the Lord. Because sometimes you have to encourage, you know, encourage yourself. You have to speak to yourself, speak over yourself. In spite of the situations and trials and things that you may be encountering in life, you have to speak a word over yourself. And in this passage, we will find that when you encourage yourself, you not only empower yourself, but you bring yourself out of a place where at one point in time, you had discomfort, you had difficulties, you were in pain, you were full of anxiety, but God is a present help in the time of trouble, amen? But so in this story, we will find how that when you encourage yourself, you, you, you just take yourself to, as they say, another level. 
So as a backstory, let me just express to you or share with you just a portion of the story and how it came to these particular verses. When we hear about David in the city of Ziklag and his encounter or his experience in the city of Ziklag, David and his men had found refuge in the city of Ziklag, which was provided by the king in the Palestine. Now, when he got there, David and his men had opportunity and time to gather themselves, to strengthen themselves, because he was still running from Saul. So he needed a place of refuge. Sometimes we need a place of refuge. Sometimes we need to find our, what they call our secret closet, amen? But we know that in the book of Matthew chapter six, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy room. See, sometimes we need to find a place of refuge. And even if going to your prayer closet is a place of refuge, going to some secret place in your home or even ride around in your car, sometimes we need to find a place of refuge. And that's what David and his men did in the city of Ziklag. They brought their families, they brought their children, and they all came into this city trying to find a place to recover to re-strengthen them, to strengthen themselves. And so when you enter into your prayer closet, the Bible says in Psalms, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress and my God in him would I trust. See, we find refuge in the Lord as David found refuge in the city of Ziglag with his men. So while they were there, while they were retooling themselves, if you will, building up themselves on the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, re-energizing re, re themselves, ready to go back into the battle, ready to go back into their campaign, ready to go back to the life that they always knew or had known at that time. Sometimes when we build ourselves back up, then we are ready for another fight. We are ready for another go around, if you will, but we have to what? Get to a place where we have to re-energize. We have to re -re 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 rebuild ourselves and put back in those things that we have lost along the way. So we have to find our place of refuge. So as David and his men began to collect themselves and do the things that they needed to do, well, guess what? There was, in this story, you also read where David and his men left their families, left their children and left their wives to go out for a, a campaign they had to, to take care of. In other words, they went out to fight with the Philistines so that they would be accountable for their, you know, for what they were asked to do and they were required to do. So David and his men left his families, left their children and their wives, left their possessions and he went out on the campaign. But while they were gone, while they were out there fighting, while they were out there doing the things that they were required to do, an army by the, the, by the name of the Amalekites came in and destroyed the camp and put it to fire. They came in and did all the things that, that an evil situation can bring about. 
that a, a hardship can bring about, that pain and disappointment can bring about. It came in and wiped out everything that they had, but they took the wives and they took the children captive and they took them with them. It, it was the Amalekites that came in. So whatever comes into your life, whatever force, whatever wind, whatever thing that comes in to shake you and break you and cause you to fall and tremble and cause you to be at fear, remember, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask. He's the one that can strengthen our hearts and strengthen our minds to fight the good fight of faith. So David and his men were gone and the, and the Amalekites came in and destroyed everything. But I want you to be encouraged on this and today. I want you to be encouraged today because, see, we are here to be encouraged by the word of the Lord. Now, in verse 4, we find that in this story, in this passage, in chapter 30, verses one through eight, when the men were coming back from their campaign, they came back to the city of Ziklag. And what did they find? They found the city destroyed. They found the wives and children gone. And everything that they had, their possessions were destroyed by the Amalekites. And David and all his men looked upon this and with great sorrow and anxiety and pain, they, they were in such distress that they began to cry and cry until they had no more strength to cry and cried until they were weak, the Bible says. But the Bible says, and this is what I like about this passage because I'm encouraged by just hearing what David did. As David began to cry out unto the Lord. Now, this is a very interesting point that I need to share with you. As he cried, and when he cried, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Well, what do you mean? How did he encourage himself in the Lord? You're looking at a person that who was distressed, who was in pain, who was full of anxiety, lost everything. How many times have you been in a situation where you were faced against a distressing moment? You could not find an answer to the problem. You could not go to a friend or a family. No one could help you solve the situation and answer the problems that you had. But David, he was able to do one thing. See, the Bible says we're saved by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. When he said he encouraged himself in the Lord. You have to remember something. Sometimes we got to remember where God has brought us from. We got to remember what he brought us through. We got to remember how he kept us and never left Never left us. So what did David do? David began to remember, said, wait a minute. I know I am God's anointed because he came and anointed me with oil. He anointed me to be king eventually, but he remembered that one day he killed a bear and one day he killed a lion and one day he killed a giant. The songs, the psalmist says, Saul may have killed his thousands, but David killed his 10,000. What am I trying to say? David had a testimony that he can recall back to his mind. He had a testimony that was able to give him the faith that he needed to make it through this dark time in his life. And sometimes you need to remember what God has done for you. You need to remember how he brought you through the storm, how he healed your body, how he made a way, how he made all things possible to them who believe. Sometimes you've got to call on the name of the Lord and say, 
said, Lord, I remember how you brought me out. I remember how you delivered me. I remember how you fortified me. I remember how you strengthened me. I remember how you gave me joy in the midst of my sorrow. I remember how you built me up when I was torn down. I remember that you brought me to the place where I found peace that passes all understanding. And that's what David did. David encouraged himself by remembering how God delivered him out of the hands of the adversary. And then one more thing that I found so remarkable about this passage. Now we look at this package, passage and we find that in the next verse, in the very next verse, David said, shall I pursue? Shall I get back? Shall I have victory? Now we have to understand Now, when you're reading this scripture, you see the distressing moment. And sometimes you're thinking that in David's weakest moments, he reached out and called unto, that's okay. Because sometimes we do get weak and we do get weary, but God is our present help. Hallelujah. He's our strength. He's our joy. He, he's our everlasting God. Amen. So that, but in this story, we see that when he reminded himself and remembered who he was in God and the power that he already had received by the word of God, he was strengthened by the word by remembering his own testimony. He said unto the Lord, shall. Now, now the word shall in this context does not mean in a helpless moment, does not mean that I don't know what else to do. No, David had already made up in his mind. He already made up in his mind. He said to God, God shall I pursue. In other words, his shell had purpose. His shell had intent. His shell had desire. His shell had, I'm going to get this back in spite of what it looked like. Sometimes we got to look at our situations that I'm going to recover. I'm going to get it back. I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be made whole. I'm going to have what the enemy stole from me. David said, shall I get it back? Shall I pursue? And God looked at him. Wouldn't you like God to look at you and say, you know what? That's my son and that's my daughter. Look at it. They got faith in me. They believe in the word that I've given them. They believe in the promise. They believe that if they go after it, they'll get it. He said, so David, Go ahead and get it, son. And while you're gone, I'm going with you. I'm going to be the smoke in front of you. I'm going to be the fire by night and the smoke by day. I'm going to be the ark of the covenant. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to talk with you. I'm going to fight with you. I'm going to war with you. David said, well, then I'm going to go get it. And that's what we need to understand, that when you make up in your mind, when you determine within yourself, you should say to every situation that you're confronted with, shall I re recover? Shall I be well? Shall I find success? Shall I have victory? Has thou not known? Has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator, the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them who have no might, he increased their strength. The youth shall go weary, and, and the young men, they shall utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Shall I pursue? Shall I pursue? Yes, shall I pursue? I'm going to get what the enemy stole from me. I'm going to get back my joy. I'm going to get back my strength. I'm going to get back all the things that he tried to take from me. Why? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So I want to encourage you on this morning 
that when you begin to encourage yourself like David, call on those things that he brought you through. Call on those things. Remember those things that he had already fortified you with. He's already strengthened you with. And you can say to the devil, you can say to your adversary, you can say to those things that you're confronted, I shall, I shall, I shall pursue. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, the hearing, and the speaking of his word. And thank you for letting me stand before you and preach the gospel on today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Todd. Amen. 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 Amen.